Takes a tackler into the end zone. He catches it in stride and scores. This is This Week in the Mountain West. He walks into the end zone. Touchdown, Mountain West Conference champions. Hi, this is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West, and you are listening to This Week in the Mountain West. On the Mountain West Radio Network. Here we go. Welcome into the Week 8 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. I'm your host, Nate Kreckman. Conference play rolling along and already the contenders beginning to emerge here in the Mountain West. Let's start in the Mountain Division with a lone remaining undefeated team in league play. Maybe a bit of a surprise to some. Colorado State now 2-0 in conference after Saturday's convincing 36-7 win at New Mexico that saw the Rams defense hold the Lobos to a mere 69 yards of offense. Air Force is the top rushing offense in the country. They're right there at 3-1 in the Mountain West after knocking off perennial Mountain Division powerhouse Boise State last Saturday night on the blue turf and Utah State sitting at third in the mountain at two and one in league play. Over in the West Division, San Diego State and Nevada tied atop the standings at 2-0 in conference. Fresno State a half game back at 2-1. All three of those teams victorious last week. In the latest rankings, San Diego State bumping up a few spots to number 22 in the AP poll and 21 in the coaches poll following the Aztecs' double overtime win at San Jose State last Friday night. At 6-0, San Diego State, one of just 11 unbeaten FBS teams remaining in the country. Air Force receiving votes in both polls while Fresno State getting votes in the coaches poll. Coming up on this week's show, we'll check in with those Fresno State Bulldogs as their head coach, Kalen DeBoer, joins the show to talk about that big win at Wyoming and looking ahead to Nevada this week. Plus, we'll talk to the longtime voice of the Air Force Falcons, Jim Arthur, about whether this Air Force team can finally deliver the Academy their first ever Mountain West Championship in football. It's the Week 8 edition of This Week in the Mountain West, and you have it here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Danny Gonzalez, head coach of the University of Mexico Lobos. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. With unrivaled landscapes that provide a quality of life unlike any in the country, you'll find us immersed at the peak of nature's splendor through a gateway of opportunity which leads to academic and personal growth that is beyond compare. Our students learn at the peak of achievement. And as our more than 5,000 student-athletes take the field of play with unequaled passion, you'll find us performing at the peak of competition. The Mountain West is at the peak. This is Brady Hoke, head coach of the San Diego State Aztecs. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Recapping Week 7 around the Mountain West, number 24 San Diego State at San Jose State last Friday night. Defense is dominating regulation. They head to overtime tied at 6. Brady Hoke pulls Jordan Brookshire in the fourth quarter. Senior Lucas Johnson inserted at quarterback for the Aztecs, and he finishes the job in the second OT. Third down and nine at the 24-yard line. Left to right for the Aztecs. There's the play fake. There's the pass down to the corner. In the corner. That ball's in the hands of Matthews. Touchdown, Aztecs. They win the ball game. Ted Leitner with the call on extra 13-60. San Diego State wins at 19-13. They are 6-0. 
Saturday, Fresno State goes to Laramie, and the Bulldogs' defense carries the day, forcing five Wyoming turnovers on the way to a 17-0 road win. Jake Hayner held in check, relatively speaking, throwing for only 96 yards, but you know he managed to connect with his favorite target in the red zone. Shotgun snap, Jake rolling to his left, looking, throws on the run, Jalen Cropper caught, touchdown, eight straight, eight games in a row, number five has scored six. Paul Leffler from Learfield, Fresno State 5-2. and two. We'll talk to Bulldogs head coach Kalen DeBoer in the next segment. As mentioned at the top of this show, you might not know it to guess, but Colorado State sits atop the Mountain Division at 2-0 and in conference. The Rams putting up their most complete effort of this season with a 36-7 win at New Mexico. Play fake, Santeo to throw, pocket collapses, steps up, throws on the run. Man, wide open, caught. Gary Williams has it at the 15. He broke a tackle. There he goes. Touchdown, Gary. Gary Williams and Colorado State. The Rams tack on another. Brian Roth from Learfield. CSU outgains the Lobos 452 yards to just 69 in the win. Nevada up just three at the half against Hawaii in Reno, but they kick it into gear in the second half. Wolfpack quarterback Carson Strong throws for a season-high 395 yards with a pair of touchdowns, and Nevada wins it 34-17. Toatawa in the pistol behind Strong on third and 10 from the 28 of the Rainbow Warriors. Strong lofts it. Right side. Dubs. Touchdown, Nevada. 28 yards. That's John Ramey from Learfield, Nevada, 5-2, 2-0 in conference. Biggest game of the week in the Mountain Division, Air Force at Boise State, and the Falcons pile up 307 yards on the ground to snap a four-game losing skid to the Broncos. Option near side, Daniels keeps, tucks, first down, 20, to the 10, to the 5, touchdown, Air Force! Hazik Daniels on a third and three, goes 25 yards around the right side. Jim Arthur with the call for Learfield. He'll join us later in the show for much more on that 20 Four seventeen Air Force win. The Falcons rolling at 6-1 and one on the year. And finally from Week 7, Utah State at UNLV. Five lead changes, but the last one goes to the Aggies. They'll hand off to Noah. Noah to the 5. Noah into the end zone. And that is a Utah State touchdown. 35 seconds left to go in the game, and the Aggies with the drive of the game. Punch it in. Scott Gerard from Learfield, 28-24. Utah State gets the win. Heartbreak for UNLV. The Rebels have dropped 12 in a row. Fresno State head coach Kalen DeBoer is next after these words from your local station. Hey, this is Blake Anderson, head football coach of the Utah State Aggies. We'll be right back with more of this week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Craig Bull, head coach of the University of Wyoming. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Fresno State gets a dominant defensive effort last Saturday at Wyoming to beat the Cowboys 17 to nothing, their second shutout win of the season. The Bulldogs now 5-2 and two on the year. They'll face their West Division rivals Nevada Saturday at Bulldog Stadium. Joining us right now, the second-year head coach of the Fresno State Bulldogs, Kalen DeBoer. Coach, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm great. Beautiful day in Fresno, so thanks for having me on. Great to have you, Coach. Winning on the road, it's always hard to do. Let's talk about finishing. Your team has done it to great results. The UCLA game and the UNLV game both come right to mind. Then you guys had a two-touchdown lead going into the fourth quarter at Hawaii. It gets away. Saturday at Wyoming, you didn't just finish. You guys kept the pokes off the scoreboard altogether. What was different? Well, uh, the difference, uh, I think, was just not shooting ourselves in the foot in a major way uh, like we did in the Hawaii game. 
a lot of turnovers in that game. And, uh, you know, just like you said, I mean, the second half, uh, something that I guess uh, I'm not used to. I know we aren't used to as a team and um, really, really just got away from us there in the second half. So uh, I was really proud of the way the guys responded against Wyoming, um, the way we came out. And we just uh, stayed the course. And uh, the offense had a, had a huge priority of taking care of the football, and they did that. And uh, the defense got hot and, and was in the right spot and made plays and, you know, just a lot of great efforts out there amongst the, the individuals and as the units uh, as a whole, too. So I'm um, extremely proud of the guys, the way they responded. Your offense right now, second in the Mountain West, both yardage and scoring, and yet you beat Wyoming getting only 96 passing yards out of your offense. What does it do for your team to get a win like you did over Wyoming, starting fast on defense, recovering that fumble, and really getting that victory on the backs of your defense? Yeah, it really gives us even more confidence. You know, I think we feel offensively, as long as we're healthy, we're we're going to be able to move the ball. And, uh, you know, Wyoming's a, just a good, solid all-around team, very disciplined. Uh, they made it tough on us in t- at times, but um, to win the win in different ways, I think, is a sign of a, of a very good team. And um, that's been my experience over the years. And um, winning on, on Saturday the way we did with all those things you just mentioned, uh, the defense kind of at the forefront of everything, um, you know, it, it didn't really matter to our team. Uh, the excitement was the same in the locker room. And I think the confidence in each side of the ball in all phases of the game is as high as it's ever been. All right, so now let's talk about Jay Kaner. The wins and the numbers jump right off the page, but what I've appreciated about watching Jake this year, Coach, the toughness. He has taken some shots. He has played through obvious pain at times. What's the importance of that toughness, both physically but maybe even more importantly mentally? Yeah, just I think it's the, that Jake's a competitive guy. You know, he's super competitive, and, and he knows the offense runs through him. Um, you know, uh, as great as he is, is as good as we'll be, you know, as a football team. And uh, when he's on, we're, ex- we're exceptional. You know, we move the ball up and down the field. And um, I think he just knows that, you know, he might, he's going to take some hits here and there, and he's got to find a way to get up, dust himself off, and go take the next staff. And, you know, we don't take that for granted in any way. We know we got to do everything we can to always keep him protected. Um, but there's just a, there's certainly a lot of confidence in Jake, and, and Jake understands uh, the importance he has and the value he brings to our football team. So now you have Nevada Saturday night at Bulldog Stadium, big-time West Division showdown. How do you slow down that Wolfpack offense that's really shown a good balance all season long? Yeah, Coach Norvell is definitely, you know, you can see the years that he's put in with that, that program and, and uh, just the offense in particular, um, as you said. And, uh, they're just uh, rolling up and down the field, and, you know, I don't know if you can stop them. I think you just got to really try to do everything you can to to, to slow them down and, and uh, make some big plays. Uh, you know, uh, we don't like to say we're a bend but don't break defense, but, you know, there's going to be times where they make plays because they got great players. And in the end, you just got to try to find ways to limit the amount of points. If you can hold to a field goal and they're in the red zone, you got to get that done. Um, you know, and if we can get some turnovers along the way like we did last weekend, that would go a long ways in us uh, finding a way to get a W this Saturday. You know, you've coached all over. You had the great run in Sioux Falls, Fresno State as an assistant, the Big Ten, now back at Fresno State as the head coach. What do you like about being in this role at Fresno State, leading that team that is just so cherished there in the Valley? Yeah, that's that's exactly it. Uh, When you're at a place where, you know, I don't want to say football is king, but football is a huge priority and people support it in a great way, um, it's really cool. You know, you 
you, you win and, and uh, you know, the, the stadium fills up pretty quickly um, because people love their football and people love the dogs. So um, we got so much support, so much history uh, homecoming this weekend. Can't wait to see all the, the, uh, the friends, the alumni um, got some great coaches that uh, come by practice often with Jeff Tedford and Pat Hill. Uh, how, how lucky am I there? You know, it's just a, it's a fortunate thing. And that's what makes coaching here so much fun. I got a great staff around me surrounded by great people and uh, that share the same mission and goal. And uh, just that trickles down to the players. And I think you see the chemistry that we have as a team um, as a result of uh, just, you know, kind of who we are as people and a, and a coaching staff. Coach, last thing. It's week eight of the college football season. You take a look at this league right now, you could point to five, six, maybe even seven teams that still have a shot to be able to win this conference, obviously including your Fresno State Bulldogs. What has stood out to you about this Mountain West Conference here in the 2021 season? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, you really kind of see that taking shape last year um, because with everyone getting an extra year back, and I know not every player comes back after last season, but the COVID season and, and the returners, uh, you know, you look at the, the Nevada team and how many seniors they have just on, you know, the defensive side of the ball and then all the great players on offense as well. And you can see it kind of taking shape that this is what it was going to be um, is a, you know, a season full of uh, competition across the board. Um, and it's a very deep conference. I know, um, you know, at the beginning of the season, we're picked fourth and, you know, we feel like we're a really good football team, but then you look at the other teams that uh, were picked ahead of us and, you know, with a lot of respect for those, those teams. And um, they're obviously getting it done as well this season. So uh, a lot of football to play. Um, just got to take it one game at a time. Can't look ahead. Uh, that's when you find yourself in trouble, but yeah, a ton of respect for the Mountain West and um, all the coaches that are doing such a great job. Fresno State 5-2, and two, Nevada, Saturday night. Big one at Bulldog Stadium. Coach Kalen DeBoer. Coach, thank you so much for the time. Best of luck this week and the rest of the way. Awesome. Thank you. My pleasure. So up next, we'll check in with Air Force as the voice of the Falcons, Jim Arthur, jumps aboard the show. That's coming up here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Jay Norvell, head coach of the University of Nevada. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. With 12 institutions nestled in the nation's most desirable destinations, you'll see us enjoying life at the peak of celebration. As you witness us not only win, but win the right way, you'll find us competing at the peak of integrity. As our more than 5,000 student-athletes take the field of play with unequaled passion, you'll find us performing at the peak of competition. The Mountain West is at the peak. The next big play is just a click away on the Mountain West Network. Join me, Jesse Kurtz, for the latest insight, analysis, and live game action you won't find anywhere else. Catch over 1,500 events for free in HD on the only network that lets you watch any team, anytime, on any device. Go to the MW.com today and get your game on with the Mountain West Network 
This is Troy Calhoun, head coach of the Air Force Academy. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Back here on This Week in the Mountain West, the Air Force Falcons bowl eligible now at 6-1, and one, a 24-17 win on the blue turf at Boise State last Saturday night. Joining us right now to talk about this Falcons team, the longtime voice of Air Force Athletics on the Air Force Sports Network, it's Jim Arthur. Jim, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Nate, you said longtime voice, and many of my listeners would probably agree with you that it's probably too long. But I'm doing fine. Thank you. Ah, Jim, we play your highlights every single week here on this show. (laughs) They are always fantastic. Let's start with that win up at Boise State last Saturday night. You've called a lot of big Air Force victories over the year, but to go up to that place where it's so tough to win, to get that victory, to really make that kind of statement of what this Air Force team is in 2021, how big was that victory? Where do you rank that one? Well, you know, it was huge for a lot of different reasons. I think that, number one, when you just look at the statistics, I mean, since the year 2000, Boise State had only lost 12 home games since the year 2000. And the Air Force victory made it the 13th loss for Boise State on the blue since 2000. And two of those losses, ironically enough, have come against Air Force. And I think everybody in the conference no matter where Boise State's record is, and they're down a bit this year, but I think everybody in the conference measures themselves against Boise State. I think Boise State has has earned that reputation. So you go up there, and Air Force has a good team, and they know they have a good team. They're very confident in what they do, and they knew that they would play well. Did they get some breaks? There's no doubt about it, but you always get breaks somewhere in a season, and breaks go against you somewhere during the season. But Air Force felt confident going in. They played Air Force football, very complimentary, offense to defense, and a huge victory, no doubt about it. Where it ranks, you know, I'll let other people decide that. It's certainly up there in the top ten, but I'll let others figure out where specifically it lands. When you want to talk about this Air Force team, the first names that come to mind are Brad Roberts and Hazeek Daniels, and obviously the nation's number one rushing attack. But let's talk about that Falcons defense, in particular big defensive plays. Alec Mock blowing up Hank Bachmeyer on a fourth down. Trey Bug in an interception to seal it. Jim, how good is this Air Force defense? Well, I think it's one of the best I've ever seen, which encompasses about 20 years or so, for a couple of different reasons. They're very good against the run, and they're very good against the pass as well. They've been able to get a lot of pressure on quarterbacks this year. Air Force has, I believe, it's 22 sacks going into the San Diego State game. And at one point, just last week, they were 11th in the nation in sacks. I think they've been able to do a good job of taking away whatever they want to take away from the opposition. And remember, it's a defense that didn't have Trey Bug last year because he took that turn back because of COVID. Didn't have Jordan Jackson last year. Took the turn back because of COVID. And that allowed some other guys to develop. You mentioned Alec Mock. Played three games last year at linebacker as a freshman. Then he got hurt, knee injury, out for the rest of the season. And you could see those three games and how they have helped him experience-wise. He was the leading tackler against Boise State. He had a career high in tackles, and he was second string coming into the season, but because of some injuries, he's now starting games 
and there has not been any drop-off. He has really seized the opportunity. Jim, I want to ask you a question that probably a lot of fans around the Mountain West wonder to themselves when their team plays Air Force, because it's not as though the opposing defensive coordinator is wondering, gee, what is Air Force going to do against us this week? It is very well known what this offense is and what they do every single time, and yet it almost always works. Why is that? Well, because I think Air Force can do more things than people give them credit for. A couple of weeks ago, Craig Bowl of Wyoming said, I can't believe that they were able to throw the football like they did. Air Force threw effectively in the second half. Zeke Daniels was 7 of 10, 110 yards and a touchdown, and that went over Wyoming. And I don't know how Craig Bowl missed that. He's been in the league eight years, and I'm not sure how we didn't understand Air Force can throw the football because they can. And, Nate, if people went to an Air Force practice, they would be dumbfounded to see how much Air Force practices throwing the football. I guarantee you they practice it as much as Boise State, as much as Nevada or any other passing team. And the beauty of the Air Force offense is you can try to take away one aspect, you can try to take away a second aspect, but Air Force always seems to have an answer. They always seem to have a third or fourth page in the offensive playbook that they can turn to and get some things done. That's number one. Number two, Wyoming took away the run in the sense that Air Force didn't rush over 400 yards, but Air Force still had a very good day rushing the football. So teams take away some things, but they don't totally eliminate some things. Nobody's eliminated totally Brad Roberts this year. He's been unbelievable. So they, they may be able to, to, to uh, let's say, cut some things down for the Air Force offense, but they can't quite take it away. And I think that and the fact that they can do some things besides hand it off to Brad Roberts has made a big difference this year. Jim, anybody listening to this show has probably seen a Troy Calhoun press conference over the years, and they (laughs) can be a bit of an event sometimes. As the team's radio play-by-play announcer, you talk to Troy every single week. What have you sort of figured out over the years of this is the right way to ask Troy Calhoun a question? Well, (laughs) you know what? Look, Troy doesn't suffer any fools, okay? And so I think you have to be on your A game if you're asking the question. And and I'm fine with that. And I understand that. Jeff Buzdelic was like that when he was with the Nuggets and when he was down here at Air Force. He was the same way. If you didn't know what you were talking about, you weren't going to get anything. I have no problem with that whatsoever. I, I think Troy, uh, you know, he respects everybody, including the media, but he understands that if you come in and have a lot more knowledge maybe on just, hey, Troy, do you think it's a big game on Saturday, that he's going to react appropriately and he's going to give you maybe the soundbite or the information you look forward to. And I know what people have said about Troy, that he's grumpy and that he's this and that he's that. He's a football coach and his focus is on winning football games. And he obviously does a very good job with that. But I think as a reporter, as an analyst, as a journalist, I think you need to be up to speed on your understanding of what the Falcons are doing. And if so, 
I don't think you have any problems whatsoever with Troy. And here they are, 6-1. and one. It is 22nd ranked San Diego State at Falcon Stadium against Air Force on Saturday. Jim Arthur and Jesse Kurtz will be on the call 5 p.m. Mountain Time on the Air Force Sports Network. Jim Arthur, excellent having you on the show. We always enjoy your work. Thank you so much. Nate, good to catch up with you. You do a great job, and we hope you're doing well. Thank you. We'll preview that big San Diego State Air Force matchup and the rest of the Week 8 schedule next after this from your local station. This is Andy Oblos, head coach of the Boise State Broncos. We'll be back with more of this week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Brent Brennan, head coach of the San Jose State Spartans. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Week 8 in the Mountain West gets rolling early this week. Thursday night, West Division matchup with San Jose State at UNLV at 8 p.m. Pacific time on CBS Sports Network. Spartans have dropped back-to-back games for the first time since 2019. UNLV looking for their first win since 2019. Friday night, it's resurgent Colorado State at Utah State, 7.30 Mountain Time on CBS Sports Network. CSU junior kicker Caden Camper has made 11 field goals over the last two games, both Rams victories. Four games Saturday, we get it started 1.30 Mountain Time with New Mexico heading to Laramie to take on Wyoming in a game you can stream on stadium. Craig Bull saying this week he'll likely name a starting quarterback at game time. Both Sean Chambers and Levi Williams struggled last week against Fresno State. Speaking of Kalen DeBoer's Bulldogs, they take on Nevada in a West Division showdown at 4 p.m. Pacific time on FS2. This one is big. Winner sets themselves up nicely to contend for the division championship. 5 p.m. Mountain Time, number 22, San Diego State at Air Force. The Falcons looking for their 20th win all-time over a ranked opponent. Air Force with the FBS's number one rushing offense. Aztecs take the nation's top rush defense to the academy. This one's a must-see. Catch it on CBS Sports Network. And the late game non-conference action with Hawaii hosting New Mexico State at 6 p.m. Hawaii time. That's 10 p.m. Mountain on Spectrum Sports and the Team One Sports app. Boise State is idle the broncos an unfamiliar three and three and that will do it for the week eight edition of this week in the mountain west if you missed any of this show you can listen on soundcloud on the mountain west radio network page on the mw.com you can also subscribe for the podcast on itunes of course follow the mountain west on twitter at mountain west and instagram at mountain west conference i'm nate Craigman. enjoy the game starting with san jose state unlv on thursday This is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West. We'll talk to you next week right here on This Week in the Mountain West.